Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. A gunman killed three people and wounded six in a mass shooting in Orange County last night. It happened around 7 p.m. at Cook's Corner, a bar long popular with motorcyclists located in Tribuco Canyon in East Orange County. The shooter also died at the scene, likely killed, law enforcement says, by responding deputies. Jeff Halleck is under sheriff of Orange County and spoke at a press conference last night. Deputies were on scene very quickly, within a couple of minutes. As they arrived on scene, dispatch can obviously hear what is happening around them. Uh, And it is our understanding that dispatch could hear gunshots going off in the background. I don't know if it was with the alleged shooter. I know there was a deputy involved shooting involving multiple deputies. At this point, I think it's safe to assume that that they would have engaged the, the shooter, but I don't have specific details. There are reports that the gunman was a retired law enforcement officer from Ventura County who was targeting his estranged wife. Five of the six injured had gunshot wounds, all have been hospitalized, and two are in critical condition. No details are available about the victim's identities. Local officials, like State Senator David Min, who represents the area, are offering their condolences while also criticizing the scourge of gun violence. Let's go to other news. We all know that West Coast cities from Seattle to San Diego have housing shortages, shortages that are driving up rents and pushing some people into homelessness. But that problem is getting even worse, according to new data on apartment construction. In Los Angeles, KCRW's Anna Scott has more. The real estate information company CoStar says high interest rates and the rising costs of labor and materials are behind a major slowdown in the construction of buildings with five or more units. So far this year, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, San Jose, Seattle, and Portland combined are on pace to build fewer than 20,000 units. That's less than a quarter of what those cities produced a year ago. Developers haven't broken ground on a single apartment this year in San Jose, according to CoStar, though government data shows the city has issued permits for nearly 1,000, still less than half the total from the same time period last year. None of this bodes well for a statewide goal of reaching 2.5 million new housing units by 2030. For the California Report, I'm Anna Scott. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. 
They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. In 2020, the mineral fire burned nearly 30,000 acres over two weeks. It also caused hundreds of rural western Fresno County residents to seek shelter from the blazes smoke indoors. But even inside their homes, many couldn't avoid the health effects of all that smoke. Now, three years later, a team of researchers is testing a new way to improve indoor air quality. KVPR's Esther Quintanilla reports. Jose Gomez remembers the day the mineral fire scorched near his hometown of Coalinga. He remembers the sun hidden behind hazy clouds, the dry heat seeping through his home, and the looming feeling of dread. It felt like one of those gloomy days, you know, when you're expecting rain, but it was nothing but ashes, you know. Gomez lives with his elderly mother in the Amandaco mobile home park in the outskirts of the city. He says that at the peak of the mineral fire, there was no way to escape the smoky air. Even inside his home, with the swamp cooler blowing, Goma says it was hard to breathe. It was a little hard, you know, to breathe. Like if you had like weight in your chest, you know, like pretty bad. He and his neighbors faced an impossible choice. If they turned on their swamp coolers, it would blow the smoky air into their homes, exposing them to harmful pollutants like carbon monoxide, sulfuric acid, pollen, and dust particles. But if they left it turned off, they would have to suffer with sweltering temperatures indoors. The reality of the fact is that these swamp coolers do not have adequate filtration system. So one way or another, they're breathing in particulate pollution. That's Ruben Rodriguez, a community organizer with the Central California Environmental Justice Network. Swamp coolers work by drawing in warm, dry air from the outside through water-soaked cooling pads and blowing the damp air into the home. Most of the time, they're less expensive and more energy efficient than air conditioning. But according to Rodriguez and many environmental agencies, the coolers don't do enough to filter air in high pollution areas like the central San Joaquin Valley, especially during wildfires. And breathing in that smoke can cause asthma, heart disease, and other health conditions. Unfortunately, a lot of these folks understand that that they were pumping smoke into their house during the wildfire season, but they didn't understand the dangers of breathing in that particulate pollution. But Gomez and his neighbors felt the danger. They asked Rodriguez if there were attachments they could add to their coolers. But when they didn't find anything on the market, they turned to researchers at the Public Health Institute for a solution. Now, more than a dozen families from the mobile home park are volunteers on a project that aims to design, test, and develop an air filtration system. The Fresca project stands for filtration for respiratory exposures from swamp cooler air. Gina Solomon is the lead investigator of the project. Since 2020, she and her team of researchers have been collecting data inside the mobile homes, along with a few others in the Colinga area. They recently developed a prototype model of a filtration system and visited homes to install them earlier this summer. You know, we're trying to basically balance out making sure they get good flow of cool air into the home, but at the same time getting the best particle filtration that we can get. In order to achieve that, they wrapped thin carbon-lined MERV-13 filters onto the coolers. She says these kinds of filters are effective at catching the smallest pollutants found in wildfire smoke. And the filters are showing promising results. 
the initial readings show a more than 50% decrease in particle pollution after installation. But the filters need to be replaced every few months. In the event of a wildfire, they would need to be replaced even more frequently, which can be expensive. For now, Jose Gomez says he can rest easy knowing he can breathe in cleaner air. Feels good to have the air on, come home, it's fresh, fresh for me, fresh for my mom. The Fresca project is expected to have its final results later this year. For the California Report, I'm Esther Quintanilla. And that's the California Report for Thursday, August 24th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening and have a good day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple, in stores or delivered from HintWater.com. Stanford Medicine comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.